you survived another week. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the Black Man with a Gun Show. This is episode 412, and today we're going to be talking about relationships. You know, that's the best kind of ship to get you through a tough time. Wow, I just made that up. Let me write that down. Boom, 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 boom. This is the Black Man with a Gun Show. Pro-Gun Podcast, and I'm your host, Ken Blanchard. All right, I want to welcome you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the Black Man with a Gun Show. I got an interview, a conversation with a guy by the name of Hank Strange. He's a YouTuber, pretty interesting cat. Also, some lessons that I learned from SHOT Show, that shooting, hunting, and outdoor trade show that quite a few of my friends went to. Also got some news about a Second Amendment rally that's happening in February. I want to give you the dates to that. And I got some information about drugs. What's that got to do with anything? You'll find out in a few. I want to arm you with some knowledge so you can keep your family and your friends safe. All this and more coming up next after John Wayne leads us in the Pledge of Allegiance. This is one heck of an episode. I don't know where it's going. But hang on, and let's ride. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I've heard it said that there are like 15 to 22 suicides a day among our veterans. And it's probably more than that, which is people in our community. There are too many who don't have faith in anything other than what they see, and that kills. We live in a time when our military is coming home to nothing. No jobs, no partner, no hope, and a bad attitude. Now, I know religion has become passe to some, irrelevant to others, and even what Stalin called the opiate of the masses, but I disagree. We can live without food and water longer than we can without hope. Faith in God makes the difference between life and death. Now, all of us, even the highly educated humanists and the critical thinkers among us, need a power larger than ourselves. And when the crap hits the fan in your life, we try to self-medicate in booze, dope, or sex. Now, you know I'm an ordained Baptist preacher, so my faith is pretty strong. It has been and is being tested right now. I just wanted to pass on to you that there may be someone around you that is suffering in silence. Somebody in your circle, cousin, friend, son, daughter. If you would just open your eyes, you might save a life. And I know this has little to do with firearms or the Second Amendment, but I'm just compelled to say it. If you don't know about heroin, meth, or crack, let me share a little bit of stuff with you, and you can find the rest of it on your own. But the biggest thing is that you do something. I know many of us just got back from shot. I didn't go. Got back from some great event. Got a lot going on in our lives. But I'm asking you, as a Ken Blanchard public service announcement, to take a look at your family. Don't forget home. Don't forget your community. You're the one with the common sense. You're the one that can actually get a concealed weapons permit. You're the one with the best credit rating in the family. You're the person that's really responsible 
I need you to go do something. And nobody has to know about it except for you. But just do something. Here's a little bit about drugs, meth, crack, and heroin, in case you didn't know. An estimated 13.5 million people in the world take opioids. That's opium-like substances, including 9.2 million who use heroin. In 2007, 93% of the world's opium supply came from Afghanistan. Opium is the raw material for heroin. But you know, recently, it's been coming from Mexico. And that's why it's an epidemic here in the U.S. Heroin, like opium and morphine, is made from the resin of the poppy plant. It's injected, it's snorted, it's it's rough. It's a vicious cycle. It's not new. It was big in the 1850s. But the solution was to give people a less non-addictive substitute, which happened to be morphine. By the late 1990s, the mortality rate of heroin addicts was estimated to be as high as 20 times greater than the rest of the population. Wonder why anybody ever does it? Why they inject it, smoke it, or sniff it? Well, see, the first time it's used, the drug creates a sensation of being high. A person can feel extroverted, able to communicate easily with anybody, and may, for a little short while, even have a heightened sexual performance, but not for long. Heroin is highly addictive and withdrawal extremely painful. The drug quickly breaks down the immune system, leaving one sickly, extremely thin, bony, and ultimately dead. See, when you get the stuff on the street, it's never pure. It's always added to some other chemical or chemicals, which shut down and lead to infection and destroy your organs. Something that's just like it, you've heard already, crystal meth, short for crystal methamphetamine, is just one form of the drug, methamphetamine. It's a white crystalline drug that people take by snorting, inhaling through the nose, smoking, or injecting it with a needle. Some even take it orally. But all develop a strong desire to continue using it because the drug creates a false sense of happiness and well-being, a rush of confidence, hyperactivity, and energy. One of the scary things is that sometimes 18-wheelers, truck drivers, are taking meth so they can stay awake. It's in the same class as cocaine and other powerful street drugs. But crystal meth is used by everybody. It used to be a club drug. Now, it's everywhere. The real zombies are usually meth addicts. Yeah, because continued use of the drug decreases the natural feelings of hunger and folks have usually have extreme weight loss. Negative effects also mess up their sleep patterns, their hyperactivity, their nauseous, their, they have delusions of power, increased aggressiveness and irritability. They'll be the ones who attack you. They have hallucinations and anxiety and paranoia, and sometimes they go into convulsions. Meth can cause irreversible harm, increased heart rate and blood pressure, damaged blood vessels in the brain that can cause strokes or an irregular heartbeat, which in case shuts everything down. Death. And finally, the last one I want to talk about today is crack cocaine, another crystal form of cocaine, which um, is heated and smoked. And it's so named because it's, it makes a cracking or popping sound when you heat it. Crack is the most potent form in which cocaine appears, and it's also the riskiest. It is between 75% and 100% pure, far stronger and more potent than regular cocaine. Smoking crack allows it to reach the brain, 
more quickly and thus brings an intense and immediate but very short-lived high that lasts about 15 minutes. Because of cocaine's high cost, it's been long considered a rich man's drug. Crack, on the other hand, is sold at prices so low that a person is instantly addicted. Even teens can buy it. Back in the days when we were watching Miami Vice, before it was a rerun, there was the crack epidemic between 1984 and 1990, when the drug spread across American cities. The crack epidemic dramatically increased the number of Americans addicted to cocaine. In 1985, the number of people who admitted using cocaine on a routine basis increased from 4.2 million to 5.8. By the end of 1986, crack was available in 28 states and the District of Columbia. By 1987, crack was reported to be available in all but four states in the U.S. Sometimes crack is also the reason for a lot of thefts in the inner city where the poverty rate is already bad. People who use it don't often sleep or eat right, and they can experience greatly increased heart rate, muscle spasm, and convulsions. They can feel paranoid, angry, hostile, and anxious, even meaner than they normally are. And regardless of how much of the drug is used or how frequently, crack cocaine increases the risk that the user will experience a heart attack, stroke, seizure, or just stop breathing. But while they're going through all that, they're searching for more money. A lot of folks like this, the meths and the crack addicts are the ones that will rob you, that will charge you, that will go after you. Now, I'm telling you all of this stuff so that you'll be one of three people. And I'm hoping you pick the right one. One, the one who helped you in a difficult time. Two, the one who left you in your difficult time. Or three, the one who put you in a difficult time. Be the one who helped somebody else in their difficult time. Thanks for allowing me to remind you of stuff you already know. Hey, thinking about suicide? I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. If you need some help in the U.S., please call 1-800-273-8255. That's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Suicidepreventionlifeline.org 1-800-273-8255 You are not alone. All right, I added all the good stuff for somebody. Not sure if it's for you or not, but it's kind of like eating fish. If it's for you, then you eat the meat and you throw the bones away. And if not, you can just pass on this little bit. Uh, maybe you learn a little bit and maybe you can help somebody when it's your turn. Just beware that it's all around us and uh, and you're supposed to care. Relationships matter, man. I'm just trying, trying to tell you that. A lot of folks went to SHOT Show, the shooting, hunting, and outdoor trade show in Las Vegas. And it's kind of like you go in stages when you're first there. Um, you're just overwhelmed and you want to hit everything, see every booth, which is impossible, um, participate in every outside event, every beer drinking, whatever they got. You want to be a part of it and you don't do much. You kind of run around like a person with a hair on fire. The second time you might do it a little bit, but you slow down a bit around the third time or depends on how wise you get. You decide to connect with just a few people. And the products will catch up. You'll see them again at another show because relationships matter. They matter in business. 
I have learned by mistake that if you collect 50 cards, you probably only talk to three people um, after that time is over. And if you can get a good relationship with those three people, they'll probably be your sponsors or they'll be the people who advertise on your site or you connect with them. That makes all the difference in the world. You won't get the 50. You want to, but you won't. And maybe they won't be sponsors, but you'll have a friend that will teach you something or take you further than you were yesterday because relationships are everything. As a podcaster, as a social media person, you can blast your stuff out on Twitter, on Facebook, and you'll see the numbers. How many people saw it? How many people are responding? You get the likes and all that. But likes don't add up to money. And you can get a false sense of success until you look at your bank account or look at what you're doing and go, hey, I'm putting out a lot of energy and time and money and it's not, stuff's not coming back. Yeah. Because the real value hasn't changed. It's in relationships. Your friends, the people that you talk to, the people you spend time with are the ones that help you. Those who don't, who come out of the blue and go, Shazam, here's some help. Those are called angels. Everybody else, they become your friends. If you are a gun blogger, a gun podcaster, or not in the gun world at all, but you're listening to my show, take it from somebody who has who is going through and learning from his mistakes. I know 999 things that don't work. But what I have learned and it stuck with me is that my friends, the people who I can call my friends, have kept me afloat, have kept me from jumping off a bridge. No, that and my faith and just common sense. But you know what I'm saying. Is the cost of ammo bringing you down? Are you ready to have fun with your firearm again? If you need ammo, your friend and brother from a different mother has the answer. LuckyGunner.com Good prices. LuckyGunner.com If your time is valuable, LuckyGunner.com Order your ammo today. LuckyGunner.com Where you won't waste your time and the shipping is fast. It's 110% guaranteed. LuckyGunner.com All right, next up is a friend of mine that I have met at the SHOT Show. He and his wife are beautiful people. And I want to introduce to you HankStrange.com. And now, our featured presentation. Hank Strange, welcome to the Black Man with a Gun Show. Thanks for having me, Ken. It's a pleasure to be here. Man, welcome back home after being at the SHOT Show 2015. Yeah. It was, it was uh, you know, it was something else, to say the least. How? How so? How was this year different for you? Well, this is my second year going. I think the first year I was just, um, I always tell people I felt like I was snow blinded. <laughs> you know, there were so many guns and uh, specifically AR-15s. The, the first year I saw a lot of AR-15s. And I was just like a kid in, in the biggest candy store ever. Uh, this year, I think it was, I was a little bit more focused. And uh, I was able to get more out of it because I spent time actually talking to people, people I've dealt with over the years, people who 
are supporters of my channel and and the videos that Lola and I do. So I, I think I got more out of it, but I saw less guns than I did last year. Tell me about your channel. What's that? Um, we have a YouTube channel where basically we share our experience. It's mostly me. Lola helps me. She's often behind the camera. Sometimes she gets in front of the camera. But we share our experience as people who are new to guns. Oh, okay. I don't know if that ever yeah. comes off that, that you guys are new to this thing. Really? Yeah. That's like really I, easy, but it's just like you're just well, there and you're just doing it like you've always been doing it. Uh, well, you know what? I've always been into guns, but never, you know, it's just been recently that I've been in a situation where I live somewhere where I could have these guns and get out and shoot them, train with them, etc. I think I make a lot of mistakes and I try, I try to leave in those mistakes on my channel. I get a lot of flack for it, but I do it because I think when you look at your mistakes and you admit it, you, that helps you learn and you get better. So I leave that there and people who watch the channel often tell me, Oh, you messed up when you did this. You shouldn't do that. So my dad always told me when you think you know everything, you stop learning. You know what? I just noticed there's like, Mm-hmm. You told me you told me once that you you are native of New York City, New York, right? Yeah, uh, yes, I grew up in New York City. I wasn't born there. Yeah, yeah, I but, was born in Guyana. Mm-hmm. So you're new. So you're New Yorker, and mm-hmm. this this gun thing is your experiences, but that's never told. I don't think nobody knows that you had a transition because that'd be like a, a interesting part of the story. Maybe people will give you cut you cut you a break. If I told them I grew up in New York, yeah, not not like a handicap, yeah. but like that you weren't mm-hmm. um, super operator, secret right. agent guy. I mean, people assume that yeah. immediately and think you know this guy must have done something and he's there and it's like it's a little element yeah. of the story that's maybe missing. Well, yeah, I think there's some people that are looking for you know we try to keep our channel upbeat and fun, and maybe some people are looking for something that's more professional. And, and they're expecting someone who was in the military or law enforcement. I wasn't. I did grow up in New York. What a lot of people may not realize is there's a lot of guns in New York, even though it's illegal. Right. So I, I, I was around guns in New York. The problem, and this is the problem with it being illegal in New York, I think, that because, because it's so difficult for people who are law-abiding to legally own guns and get out there and train and, and, and practice safety and all that kind of stuff with guns. Because if you get your hands on a gun, you can't, you, you don't want to be discovered because you're going to spend a lot of time in prison. Um, that leads to less knowledge of guns and makes it more dangerous. So I did grow up around guns. I've been in, in the middle of shootouts, believe it or not, just because of growing up in New York. I grew up in Far Rockaway, New York, which is on the beach, but they built a lot of projects out there and, and it made that part of New York incredibly dangerous. And I was one of the kids who was too poor to live in the project. <laughs> so, uh, which means I got pretty much harassed by everyone from every other project. So, uh, wow. it was interesting to say the least. 
but you're a survivor. And now, and then you got a channel, which is professionally done. I don't care what you said. It's thank you. They they say professional, but there's some skill, man, in editing and consistently putting out product and content to people. It's an art right. form. It's an art form, and you kind of mastered that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, that's the professional side of me. I am an artist. I am a broadcaster. I've been editing and, and uh, you know, I see myself as a storyteller, all those things that are rolled into that. So I've been doing that for a long time and that's probably where the professional side of me will come in. I, I make my, I make the music that people hear on my channel, etc. Yeah. See more stuff, man. People need to know and, and appreciate because that stuff's not easy. It's not easy to, to do all that. No, it's not easy. And sometimes it's tedious. Um, I'm very good at editing, if I say so myself, just because I've been doing it for a long time, but I hate it. <laughs> yeah. It's my least favorite thing to do, to edit. Okay, back to SHOT Show. What, what was one thing that was uh-huh. really really good that you saw that you liked, product-wise? Um, product-wise, something that, it's it's actually not out, but it's from Cry Precision, which they do, they do a lot of things. They do tactical clothing, et cetera. And they're based in Brooklyn. They have something called the 612, which technically is a bullpup, but it's modular. It goes onto an AR-15, and it's a shotgun that uses almost like a cylinder from a revolver. So you, they can use it for breaching doors, etc. Then um, you go to change it, it, you, it, it has six rounds. When you go to change it, you pop out that cylinder, you could throw in another cylinder. I really like the way that that looks and, and the, the way that it functions. I've never seen it actually being fired. They told me that they're shooting it now. It was at last year's shot show. And they are shooting it. They're looking for a place to build it. They're based in Brooklyn, so I think they're going to move out of Brooklyn. You know? Smart. In order to actually start manufacturing them, yeah. But it's very cool. And then to to make it even cooler, they got together with the guys from uh, Silentrico, and you know Silentrico has the Salvo 12, which is a suppressor for 12 gauge shotgun. So they incorporated those two things, and the designer of the 612 put those two together in a short barrel shotgun with an integrated Salvo 12. Uh, we have a video up that has some footage of that is really cool. Very sci-fi looking. I can't wait to see it actually running. Oh, cool, man. Cool. Yeah. You're like the bull, the bull pup King. I mean, you kind of gravitate to, to all, all things bull pup. Like I always see the Caltech stuff on your site. Yeah. Um, yes, I do. I do like, uh, bull pups and I'm, I'm very close with the guys from Caltech. And you know, I, I, we don't just do bullpups, but I like the design of bullpups because I think it's on the cutting edge. It's been around for like 60 years, but it hasn't been widely accepted here in America. And I'm always looking for that next thing. I'm, I'm mo- the most attracted to design and guns, just being an artist. And my dad is an engineer and that kind of thing, you know, just pulls me in the direction of the design. So that's what I like about bullpups. But I like any new designs and additions to guns because I don't think we've had a lot of evolution in guns, really. I think we're we're very close to what we had 50 years ago. 
So you so. you really like the Tavor then? And, and I do the, like the Tavor, yeah. And, and the Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh Chris Vector. Yeah. Yes, I do. I, I like what they're doing there because they're they're pushing, you know, they're pushing the boundaries and looking for new ways, better ways of throwing rocks at people, essentially. Right, right. Okay. I want you to design something, man. You got to design a gun. You'd be the one. Oh, that would be awesome. I I don't know if it'll actually come to fruition, but I would love to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, start off with something, and then we'll find somebody else to finish it. Yeah. Well, what do you, is uh, you know, you've been dealing with guns for a long time. Is there something that you would love to see in a gun that you don't really see? No, I've 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 moved past where you are into the design, mm-hmm. and now I'm just in function. Mm-hmm. It's like just give me a fork, oh, okay. give me a knife, give me give me a stick, and let me do my job. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I don't I don't want to. Okay. Before you get to my point, I want to keep you stimulated so you can create something. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm on the downward <laughs> the downward slide. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to you want to uh, use something that you know how it works? It works for you. You've gotten, you know, you've got all the muscle memory and everything built in, right? Yeah, I, I want the problem to go away so I can go back to the porch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back to the old man's balcony. <laughs> old school. Yeah, uh, I understand uh, where you're coming from. I'm, I'm in a balcony with the old Muppets guys now. Okay, so you're, so you're, are you a 1911 guy? Not really. Um, okay. I it, When I was a kid, that was it. Everybody was saying... You got to get this one, and mm-hmm. it has to be custom made by Wilson mm-hmm. or Novak, or there was a, a handful of like really cool gunsmiths that had a long wait list. Um, and then mm-hmm. the, the polymer came up, and everybody went in Glock and Smith and Wesson mm-hmm. and M and P, and then just it just changed the dynamic. I got stuck mm-hmm. in the Glock, but from like the 1980s, and didn't move past it because before that, it was the Browning High Power, the 1911. And then mm-hmm. 1911 guys kind of came back up in the 2000s with Cabot and Rock Rock mm-hmm. Island and some other some other people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'd get one yeah. if I had the money, but I probably wouldn't shoot it or carry it that often. I'd still stick with the um, with my fork. Yeah, I do have a I do have a 1911. It's uh, I I like I like 1911s. You know, I'm a big fan of Browning. I ha- I prefer a double stack 1911. So I have a Fat Boy from American Tactical, and it's twelve got a twelve round capacity. It's lightweight. I conceal carry it all the time now. And you know, speaking of polymer, American Tactical is actually coming out with a polymer 1911. I saw that at Shot Show, and it's going to be single stack. Yeah, so. I, th- I think I will get another 1911. The last one I had mm-hmm. uh, was a Kimber um, mm-hmm. that I loved, uh, but I sold it so I could buy a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> long long story there. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's funny? Cabot, for example, at SHOT Show now has a, what they call the S-Class um, Cabot 1911, which is entry level, so it's starting around 35 instead of their usual um, you know, entry-level price that you would have to pay to get into Cabot Guns would be around $6,500, $7,000, something like that. I know thirty-five is probably still very expensive for a lot of people. It is for me. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's way out there. Yeah, but it's close. It's closer to not being. I don't know. I, I, I'm the kind of guy. If I could afford to buy a Lamborghini, and I live in the country, I would buy a Lamborghini, live here in the country, and still <laughs> drive it every day. <laughs> And totally ruin it. You know, I don't believe in safe queens. You know, I would get out there and beat that gun up. You, no matter you how much it costs. Yeah. Yeah. My deal yeah. is, so, after after you successfully defended your family and your life, and then you had to take mm-hmm. your gun for uh, for police custody, I'd be mad that my $6,000 gun is in the cops. <laughs> the cops yeah. have it for like a year and a half holding it for, for evidence until they return it, if they return it. So it's that kind of thing that kind of gets me. Yeah. Well, so then, so then if you think that way, you just get a high point. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what they get. Yeah. <laughs> the ballistics won't match. They get the throwaway gun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You'll definitely get in trouble then. I know, right? Yeah. That is like totally wrong. No, but I, I'd, re- I'd no, rather. I use this high point here, I swear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing is, um, you know, it's, uh, if there are a lot of people to think about that, you're not the only person that tells me that they're like, yeah, you know, I really want to be careful what I buy because if something happens, I don't want to lose that thing. Yeah. But if I'm going to have a nice barbecue gun and that's cool, I mm-hmm. might, I might get one mm-hmm. for show and tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's all about practicality for me. Um, I love right. to shoot one of those cabots though, just to see if it's worth the uh, the, the squeeze, worth, worth the orange juice there. Yeah, I would love to do that as well. I've never I've never done it. Um, and usually, when you go to shot show, the cabot guns are on the glass. They don't let you even handle them. Now, the entry levels, they actually let people handle those. So, you know, maybe cabot is moving in that direction where. Yeah, it's part of the Someone's part of the like Lamborghini. Yeah, part of the Lamborghini thing. You can't um, you can't drive a Porsche. You go to a Porsche dealership. You can just look at them. Yeah, you just, you just trust that they run real well. Yeah, you've got to you've got to uh, actually pay to get into one and mm-hmm. yeah you know, and run it. I'm the kind of guy that I will buy a Porsche from the '80s. Then <laughs> you know the '80s or the '90s, I'll get an old Porsche and run it. And be happy. Yeah. 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 Oh, I think I could totally be happy with an old Porsche from the from the eighties or the nineties. They're pretty much the same. They're not that far off from what you have today. Maybe there's some more computers in there, but that's not necessarily a good thing. They got a Bluetooth thing for your iPad, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> so how can we yeah. find out more about Hank Strange and what you do online? Well, Anyone who's interested in Hank Strange, you could just go to Google and search Hank Strange and all the different things that we have going on will pop up. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and of course, YouTube. So we're YouTube slash Hank Strange. We are approaching 20,000 subscribers right now, and we just got our first video that's reached 100,000 views. Wow, that's pretty good. yeah, we're doing a lot of growing, you know, thanks to all the, the folks out there that are uh, supporting what we did. All right. What you got planned for 2015? What should we look forward to? I think in 2015, I want to do more training. So there's going to be some cool guns on the channel, as you've seen before. 
However, I do think I need to get more training involved in what I'm doing. So, you know, and uh, now obviously when you're training, you don't have time to record it, but we're, we'll try to somehow cover the training that we're doing or at least the places that we go to for training. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. You know, and then hopefully in 2015 I get to shoot with you, man, because I have not done that yet. I'm hoping, man, I get to come to where you're at. Is it, is it yeah, warm there always, It's, yeah, it's so-so. <laughs> well, it's it's like warmer seven, than a lot of other places. It's 17 degrees right here where I am right now. Oh, it's a, it's close to 60 degrees right now here. I, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> you're always welcome to come out here and shoot with us, you know, whenever you're available. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I want to give a shout-out to my friend Mick Slip that Lola and I hung out with while we are in Vegas. He is a YouTuber, and he's local to Vegas. He picked us up a lot of times and drove us around, showed us a lot of cool things. We have, I have a lot of in common with him because he happens to have Irish, Filipino, and Native American ancestry, where I have Scottish, African, and Indian ancestry. That's why he's called Mixler. So very cool guy. He's a, you know... A great YouTuber. You guys should check out his channel. It's a YouTube slash mixflip. Yeah. HankStrange.com. Cool. My friend on the internet, a YouTuber, um, a, a really good guy, a misunderstood, misunderstood professional. And you heard yeah. him here <laughs> at the Blackmail the Thanks Ken Thanks for show. having me, Reverend Ken. Oh, I you're appreciate welcome, being on the show. You're welcome, man, so much. Told you he was cool. And another guy who I met, my second friend on Facebook back in the day. Started a company out of Missouri where he made holsters. They were ugly, but they worked real well for all the folks who are concealed carry holders. It's called crossbreedholsters.com. Being an armed citizen means having a gun with you all the time. Carrying a firearm every day requires a holster that is both concealable and comfortable. Whether you choose our Super Tuck Deluxe or Mini Tuck, you'll have the confidence that comes from being discreetly and comfortably armed, prepared to face unforeseen dangers. Crossbreed holsters are handmade in the USA, come with a lifetime warranty and a two-week try-it-free guarantee. Order your holster today at crossbreedholsters.com. Direct from our newsroom in Washington, in color. On February 10th, 2015, Maryland shall issue the Associated Gun Clubs of Baltimore, the Maryland State Rifle and Pistol Association, the National Rifle Association, and other patriots will join together to lobby the Maryland General Assembly in an annual event that has become to be known as Second Amendment Tuesday. What is Second Amendment Tuesday? Well, this is the day when hundreds of gun owners come up to the General Assembly building in Annapolis, Maryland, to meet with the Maryland legislator, otherwise known as our senators and delegates. And we form small groups around in the morning just outside the buildings with a legislative agenda and how Maryland shall issue stands on bills, support, neutral, don't support, that kind of thing. And we ask our reps to vote on bills the way we want them to vote. More information will be posted about the bills. Plan to take off work now and plan on coming. Get your friends that support the Second Amendment to join Maryland shall issue now and also plan on coming on the 10th of February. 2015. Yeah, that's the deal. Don't know who your senator and delegate is? You can find them in Maryland at mdelect.net. And if you haven't registered to vote, this is extremely important, and you can do so 
at elections.state.maryland.us forward slash voter registration. And there'll be links to all of this on the show notes for episode number 412. Second Amendment Tuesday. Please pass the word to your local dealers, your clubs. We need an all-hands approach to this event. It'll be huge, and we're looking forward to seeing everybody there. Second Amendment Tuesday. In Annapolis, February 10th, 2015. This is just one of the shows from the Blanchard Media Group. BlanchardMediaGroup.com Hi, I want to invite you to consider supporting this podcast created especially for you with a monthly donation. Every little bit helps, and with your support, our friend and brother from another mother can go on and grow this show even better. To pledge your support, go to patreon.com forward slash black man with a gun. Thank you. That scream, man. That's just how I feel. Um, we're talking about Blanchard Outdoors. I want to give you an update of where we are. Um, this is like halfway through. There's 16 days left on the campaign. I am 9% funded on the Indiegogo uh, fundraising uh, app. And that means I got a whopping $425 out of the uh, 5000 that I was looking for to raise. I got, uh, let's see, about 16 days left, and um, 21 people have answered the call. I've got about four or five other callers who are not on Indiegogo who inquired about it, who have asked me, what can I do to help? Um, Crossbreed holsters gave me a little bonus. I put that aside, and um, American Built Arms is in negotiation for... uh, for a small donation as well. Kind of cool to have um, corporate help like that. I won't forget it. Oh, what's this whole thing about Blanchard Outdoors? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Well, after seven years of podcasting, after being the black man with the gun since 1999, trying to evolve, trying to change up a little bit in 2015, I want to create a show that I can take to traditional radio that I can live stream, that I can make a podcast. It's going to be like a triple threat. It's going to be on everything. And in the long term, syndicate it and have it uh, once a week show. It'll be live. You can actually see it and hear it, and then you can catch it later um, on the podcast. Call Blanchard Outdoors. It's going to cover fishing, hunting, um, outdoor stuff. And I just got a new co-host, two actually. Um, one is a longtime friend of a friend. He's hunting for 30 years, going to bring a whole bunch of experience. And then a young lady I just met recently who is into hunting. This is her first season of hunting, and she's taken to it like a huntress. And uh, that's going to be kind of cool. She's been fishing for about 20 years, and she's here in the Maryland, D.C. area. And the three of us, not quite sure how that's going to all work, but it's going to be pretty fun to see and to hear. I'm talking about the outdoors. But the big thing is, I couldn't do it on my own. So I have a 
do this crowdfunding thing, trying to get uh, some interest outside of my basement to see if you um, could contribute at least five bucks to make this happen in the next 16 days. So if you sacrificed a cup of coffee for your brother or a foot long sandwich or two gallons of gas or two bagels, you can be my rainmaker. And of course, I'll put your credits as a founder on this show. And as it grows, because I'm putting everything I got into this thing. I mean, everything I've learned for the last 10 years in social media. Yeah. It's got nowhere to go but up. And it'll be cross-promoted in a couple of years. I think I'll probably make it to the Outdoor Channel or the Sportsman's Channel or somewhere. That's my goal. And all the people and all the companies that are flowing with your brother will be right along with me. It's a pipe dream. It's a big dream. It's a, a dream has some hairy, audacious goals tied to it. But it's BlanchardOutdoors.com. Their website is up already. And you can take a peek at Lanessa, my co-host. And uh, I'm just so excited. I can tell you, ah, I feel good. If it don't snow my big behind tomorrow, I will be doing a video so you can actually see a YouTube video um, and I'll share. I'll try to get Lanessa somewhere um, in the next couple of weeks so we can do some some test pilot stuff and uh, and work out some kinks. And D, he's trying to get me to go to the great outdoors show up in uh, in Pennsylvania because it's a hunting and fishing thing. So it makes perfectly good sense. But we're all working on strings. Some people got shoestrings. I'm, I don't even know what kind of strings I'm working on. Picture this show. Sunday night. After you've already had a good dinner. Everybody's chilling. You click on your computer and you can watch this thing live. Grab your phone and you can hear it. But you can see it and hear it. Live show. You can call in. We're sitting at, de- sitting at a desk and there might be a video from a fishing trip that happened earlier that week or I'm interviewing somebody that has a outdoor business somewhere else and we're introducing all of this to an untraditional group of people who are just dying to go hunting and fishing. They don't know it yet. And we're going to make it so much fun that they can't wait to go out. And I got this beautiful young lady on one side of me and a brother who's been hunting and fishing for 30 years on the other, and I'm refereeing the two of them guys, and when they're not actually hunting or fishing, or the three of us aren't out doing something, and you're going to see the videos on the green screen behind us as we're talking about it, as we're sharing what happened. Um, We're going to be using the GoPro thing, and I'm going to wear media out, and you're going to be a right part of it, and it's just going to be good. Oh, man. Can you feel it? Blanchard Outdoors. If you want to be a part of it, please do. I got a whopping 38 subscribers on my email list. I'm trying to grill that thing, too. They say it's a secret if you can get like a thousand email subscribers. I just want a hundred right now. A hundred of my friends that want to keep in touch and know what's going down with BlanchardOutdoors.com. You can subscribe. If you go to BlanchardOutdoors.com, you can donate. BlanchardOutdoors.com forward slash donate and you'll get all the information and you can peek at Lanessa. I'm just telling you. Peek at Lanessa. Uh, You'll find her under the about page. 
After seven years of talking in my basement, I'm going to actually be with some other people. Oh, man, can you imagine it? I don't know how to act. But you can see it all. Blanchard Outdoors. And we can make it happen. we got 16 days to make it come to life. But I need your help. So go ahead. Check it out. BlanchardOutdoors.com All right, that means it's a wrap for me. Time to slide off the dinosaur's tail like Fred Flintstone used to. May your troubles be less and your blessings be more. And nothing but happiness come through your door. You know, I might have been born the trouble man, but uh, it's all right. I come up hard, but now I'm cool. Remember, it's relationships that get you through. Thank you for being a part of my life. All right, this concludes another week of us being together. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me at blackmanwiththegun.com and all my sites on blanchardmediagroup.com. Until next week, shalom, baby. Trouble mind moving, going down. 
Sugar moving down the line. 